Hi there, it's me, Kevin Titt, the co-host of this podcast, Up the Blunks, that you're listening to. And I just want to take a second to say we appreciate that you're listening to it. I want to thank everyone who's reached out to us via email or social media or whatever it was to tell us that they enjoy the podcast. We really appreciate that shit. And we'd appreciate more if everyone who hasn't would please subscribe to us anywhere you listen to your podcast wherever you're listening to this please subscribe to us leave a rating and review on apple you know itunes spotify stitcher all the podcast stuff please subscribe to up the blunks goes a long way and after you do that maybe check out getting yourself a coil membership what the hell is coil coil is a new way to enjoy content online for $5 per month, you get access to all web monetized content everywhere on the internet with strong privacy protection. In other words, if you like this podcast, you can get bonus material if you have a Coil subscription for $5 a month. And you get a bunch of other stuff too. It's really cool. You can go to all these websites, way less ads, way less to worry about. Check out Coil. Get yourself a subscription. Do yourself a favor. Gift it to your whole family for fucking Christmas. They'll enjoy it. Everyone's on their phones anyways. Reduce the ads for them. All right. Now to the fucking episode. So you ever, obviously you from Hawaii. You probably may have had an experience like this. You ever been camping? Barely. Like not where I've set up a tent. Like not what you would consider real camping. Like where you go on a hike, you set up a tent, and you start a fire and make your food yeah. like i've done like stay in a cabin or see that's sick yeah i've never done none of that shit okay because i used to refer to camping as pretending to be homeless and kids would invite me to go all the time yeah i'm like why would i do that so this one time right let me tell you how to get a bug out of your head i wasn't camping camping has nothing to do with the tail the tail's only connected to camping because maybe if you sleep outside, this might happen to you. Yeah. I was at a buddy's house sleeping in his basement and got a pincher bug oh, in my ear. The right? earwigs, right? Or yeah, earwig, puncher, I think yeah, they yeah. use similar things. I kind of don't want it to be an earwig because that just sounds cliche. Well, those fuckers, they, I but mean. that's what they do. They look like a small little, is it, is it almost a like a small millipede, but they have the little tail, the little yeah. wrench looking. So it was definitely an earwig. So I pass out at the homie's house in the basement. He live out in the county. And I woke up and I hear something scratch around in my brain, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel anything. Uh-huh. But here's the thing, though. I'm crazy. And at the time, we had been, well, we, I had been indulging in some psychedelics and some other stuff. So I was like, oh, it's not a voice. It's just something crawling. We'll figure it out. I just woke up and heard the crawling. So I was like, maybe I'm hungover. Maybe this isn't real. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let's just keep living life. So I uh, I light this half a J and you know I'm blowing it out my nose smoking or whatever and I guess earwigs don't like smoke because that motherfucker slowly crawled out of my ear I slapped the shit out of myself like legit smacked my own glasses off and everything like, oh what the fuck what the fuck yeah so all I say is don't pass out in a friend's basement when he's got a shitty sliding door because the earwig will crawl into your fucking head well. I think the real lesson there is if you do feel something crawling around in your brain, smoke it out. I'm Akil. And I'm Kevin, and you're listening to another episode of Up the Plug!
the ocean is uh, first off. Shout out to Chris Rowe, my white boy Chris Rowe. You will hear me give many a people a shout out. You don't know this white boy. This is my right. man, honey. I'm friend. with it. We one time went to the uh, Ocean City with okay. Chris Smith, my tattoo guy. Shout out Hollywood. Shout out Chris. And we got hold of some LSD. Two okay. things happened that evening. One, I sat on the boardwalk and just. I escalated and de-escalated skirmishes on the boardwalk. So me and Christians <laughs> found a bench, right? And I would find like the biggest, buffest white boys walking in a pack down the street. Uh-huh. And I would just start saying shit. I would just start picking on them. Like nice flip-flops, Chad, dumbass. Just like <laughs> shit like that. Just like straight up dudes, high school football players, probably rugby players, Olympic wrestlers. Just like these dudes would have beat the shit out of me because yeah. one, I got flip flops on, and two, I'm on ass. Wait, so you also had flip flops on? Yeah, I also had flip flops <laughs> on. Nice flip flops, dumbass. You remember those flip flops that came out that you could open the beer with the? Yeah, they had the little opener on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, fucking bro ass shit. The shit's corny, and I'd like a pair, but for all intents and purposes, fuck that lame shit. So dudes like that, Osiris flip flop dude, you know what I mean? Like Ed Hardy. Hawk bros walking down the boardwalk and I had my man Chris with me. Chris probably about 6'1", 175 pounds. He ain't big at all. We'd have definitely got beat up. But on being on acid, I made, I was like, watch this. And I would just escalate and de-escalate. Just like, what's up, bro? Like, really take it there. And they'd be like, I'm just fucking with you. And they would be like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I did this, like, weird thing. I did it all night. For like a solid three hours of me just picking on people and apologizing. Picking on people and apologizing. It's like, I'm joking. These are jokes. I'm bored. You got it. It's me and this one white boy the whole time. Chris holding a broken bottle like, stop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Me and Chris sat on the beach and, and watching the sun come up. And I was like, yo, if the entirety of the ocean decided to move just two inches towards the shore, what are we going to do? Not just the waves crashing towards you, like take the whole Atlantic, because the ocean's yeah. a living thing. And mind you, I've been watching oh. Clash of the Titans. Oh, I believe this and I'm wholeheartedly. On, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm looking at the moon and thinking all types yep. of shit. I'm like, yo, if the whole ocean just moved two inches, I can't even swim. What we gonna do? Respect the ocean. And I said respect the ocean for like two months straight. I'm oh, calling yeah. right now, like Chris, respect the no, but for real though, respect the ocean. Hell yeah. The ocean will take you. Doc, that's one of the things I would do in Hawaii, sitting there just at staring at the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. The biggest ocean. The biggest body of anything on this planet. And just thinking about like how powerful it is and how many things are in that ocean and how many of those things are dead. Like and how death is just constantly just happening. In this thing that I'm also sitting in. Yeah. And I could be another victim. If the ocean decides, oh, I'm going to move another two inches closer. That's a wrap for me. I mean, you can't fight the ocean. Me. That's a wrap for Ocean City. That's a wrap. Like, because the ocean is a living, breathing thing. If the entirety of the ocean decides to move just an inch or two towards us, what are you going to do? Because that full force is coming. Yeah. Now this is extravagant. I was also on acid, but like the whole ocean moved. Well, you think about fucking. uh, That's what fucked me about Fukushima. Seeing all those videos of just the water just moving in, taking out houses, cars, everything in its path was just getting picked up. You coming with me? Yeah. You and just to think about being on the ground and seeing that, seeing this 
body of water moving houses and cars coming at you. What do you do? You can't do, you do? do nothing. You can't swim that well and to if keep you try, up with the rate of pace is moving. Yeah. And in all honesty, even if you do tread water well enough, what are you treading water for? To be stuck in the middle of the fucking ocean? Because that's the new middle of the ocean. If the ocean come take this apartment, this is the new... Yeah, we in the ocean. We in the ocean now. Yeah. So like... Respect the ocean. Respect the ocean. If you think about it, uh-huh. humans have only explored 30% of the ocean, something like that. Don't quote me. Me, not a statistician or anything. Quite literally just a nigga with a high school diploma. But we're going to go with 30%. Human beings have only explored 30% of the ocean. I don't even know if you can actually just fly to the actual satellite position pinpoint middle of the ocean. Do we have enough? Can you carry a flight with enough fuel to get there? How would that work? Which ocean? The biggest one we got. Whichever, Pacific? Whatever. Take the Pacific it and find the Pacific. middle. It is the Pacific. Hawaii is, I think, the most isolated piece of land. Because if you like ever just go on a map and just like really zoom in, you can see all these random little islands. Okay. I was just looking at it yesterday about... Because uh, Alaska and like the tip of Russia are so close to each other. Yes. I was like, what's going on there? What's going on in these little islands in between Russia and Alaska? It's got to be cold as fuck. Do people live here? Is there an airport there? Or is there cars there? What is What if there's in actual, these an actual civilization of people who only live underground? And we don't know because you can't get there. I mean, I but wouldn't doubt there. that they're cave people. Because the Baron Strait, all right, we're not going to take it there. This is not <laughs> Kill's Hotep Hour. This is up to <laughs> He be out, my good brother, because the Baron Strait, before the white. Right, <laughs> we are not in Chinatown, D.C., about to get on the Metro. Uh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Them motherfuckers are vicious. Yeah, it's pretty, it hurts. It hurts. You sort of feel bad for whoever's trying, like, bruh. Why are you yeah. arguing with this man? He looked like a Power Ranger. Yes. <laughs> it's, there's a shout out to my Hebrew Israelites. I'm fucking joking. Yeah, please don't. Not nah, niggas will bust your shit. Yeah, it's prison. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. That's I come I keep off of the, the Chinatown Metro. I met one of my white friends out there once. And uh, we just got off the escalator. And like, if you. Go to the left. They are always posted yep. up right there on the left. And I just remember hearing all the stuff they were saying. And it's like looking at my friend, like, man, you should probably just like walk around. Just like walk around. Or don't don't make eye contact. Don't just, they will straight up tell people that they are white devils to their face. Yeah. And it's what we have here is a white devil. And there's some dude just like coming to coming to DC with his family to nation's capital. Yeah. His heart's in the right place. He's gonna go to the fortune gallery. I'm like, this what hey, hey, we don't talk like that in Muskogee. Or the kids are like, Daddy, what does he mean, white devil? <laughs> and then he gets a little kid recruited into the, I mean, They ain't I, never heard a lot of people ain't never heard, you know what I mean? That yeah, like yeah, yeah. that like pro black Asiatic Kente cloth. We smoke a weed. It's three thirty in the morning. My man, my man just put on last poets on vinyl. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> it is time to skedaddle. Yeah, growing up in Hawaii, I'd never seen anything that extreme either. Like this was my, when I first got out here, and I was uh, when I learned about the Black Israelites. I was very taken aback, almost in like the same way that the people who are um, pro pro life. 
and they'll put up all these pictures of like baby fetuses yeah. and shit. Like you don't want to see that, but they will just like put them up. And then these guys got all sorts of different imagery, just like sitting there next to very uh, next to their uh, what is that called? Their platform. Yeah, their platform, those stage they built up, and it's like man, this My is a lot Hebrew of info. Israelite is whoever they got holding the Bible. Because his whole job is like, he's wholeheartedly a part of this, but he just ain't holding the Bible and he mean mugging. Yep. He ain't fucking playing. No. <laughs> Talk to these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he do. is just stand there with the straight face on making sure this uh, education can be administered as easily as possible. It's some, have you ever looked into it? Yeah, I've uh, read it. I'm not even going like embarrass myself trying to talk about it on record, but yeah, I'm familiar. You do know that they are on uh, top ten terrorist organizations. I think they're on the SBI like domestic terrorists. Yeah, I believe. Which it. is wild because the Hebrew Israelites, dudes who openly stand out there day by day, doing their thing, domestic terrorists, the Ku Klux Klan. Not on the. They're not on the list. Fuck no, the client. How you gonna put your brother on the terrorist list? Not a Ku Klux Klan ain't on the domestic terrorist list. Damn, I assumed that that was just. If we looking at the black domestic terrorist list, they on there. It go police, clan. They tend to be one in the same. Yeah. Also, isn't it wild that you and I both are fully aware that the clan has recruited for police long back? We can remember. Yeah. Everyone knows it. Yeah. There's many white nationalists in a cop costume. Yeah, we still just let them flourish. Yeah, it's true. I mean, no one cares until it's a white problem. Shout out to heroin, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <opioids. laughs> Drop it like flies. Drive through the city. They just be zonked out on dope. And I'm supposed to feel bad for him. Did I, did I wax poetically about the motherfuckers who put a hex on the moon? We didn't talk about that. Uh-uh. Nah, I ain't seen you. You was in the Rona. Yeah. So it doesn't have the same effect, and I wish I could call up the only other person who would like actively reach out to me about this. A couple weeks ago, in the midst of the Rona, in the midst of Black Lives Matter, defund the police, all this shit, some white person on Twitter decided to that one, they were practicing witch, and that they were going to put a hex on the moon. So someone put a hex on the moon. Kevin, they took their time said words and put a spell on the fucking moon. What the moon do? Who knows? I don't know. I didn't know the moon could do stuff that you take personally enough to put a hex on. So what's going to happen to the moon with the hex on it? Apparently it was fucking up energies across the board. But the only thing I got out of it was uh, two Twitter posts (laughs) where this person condescendingly talks about putting a hex on the moon just like maybe your so-and-so energy's out of line because I put a hex on the fucking moon and I'm smoking weed just like, I didn't even know you could do that. And I kept, you could ask Shorty, I walked around here for like three days straight like they put a hex on the moon. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't take it seriously at all. Just like we're so deep in the Rona and all this crazy shit going on and someone looked up at the sky and was like, dog, fuck the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure you never fool again. You gonna have to pay what you owe, Mr. Moon. And of course the moon would be a man could smash the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know people had beefs with the moon. I, I didn't know that was a thing either. I know people say like, uh, I don't know, the whole astrology thing, moons and retrograde, or not moon, 
Mercury. Mercury. Yeah, Mercury but is that, retrograde. But it's like an alignment with like when when the, the moon don't count as a planet. No, the moon doesn't is not count a as a planet, but it's it a has being. an actual gravitational pull on like the ocean and like the water and shit. And I guess people feel like they personally are well, affected by the moon being. You in know certain what the position. thought behind that is, right? What human beings are seventy percent water. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, it, so in the ocean spots, so we're. I fucked. feel like the, there may be some validity. To that, I mean, you could tell me on that. I ain't. Uh, People still pray to Jesus. So, yeah. yeah, and I seen the moon. I see fucking uh, the ocean. I've I haven't seen Jesus yet. I ain't met him yet. Yeah. He came back once. Why would he come back again? Last time he was here, we fucked that man <laughs> With up. The way the world is now, he would literally come back and be like, "Hear me out. It's me, JC. Wear your mask." And some asshole. Who has pictures of this man in his house? And be like, you ain't Jesus. He's <laughs> like, no, legit. Like it's me, Craig Earl. The Earl, how you doing? Earl. Me, Jesus. <laughs> you go to such and such parish down and blah blah blah. He be like, how the fuck? That's just them Googles. You want them goddamn Russian hackers? Cause you, you got into them. my Facebook and tried to sell my whole family Ray Bans. <laughs> goddamn Democrat. I know Jesus is a goddamn Democrat. Imagine seeing your ranch on fire and your nephew. Standing out front of a dilapidated meth lab and be like, see, he got that meth lab plans on the internet from them goddamn liberals. Like, yeah. those people exist. You find a way to, yeah, you put the blame on uh, anybody but yourself. That's what's killing me about this whole QAnon shit going so on. So, hit right me now. to this. I intentionally stay ignorant about a lot of shit. Yeah, it's the better way. So, um, you're unfamiliar with it. I keep, obviously, I keep seeing it. On Twitter posts and whatnot, so I'm aware that it's a thing. Yeah, it grew into a huge. QAnon grew into a huge thing, to where they're now. QAnon along the lines of the Boogaloo culture. Is they do they meet? I believe they're in like a Venn diagram there somewhere (sighs) because they're all they're on the Trumpy side. Okay. Oh, so this is so QAnon's whole thing was that on one of those message boards, like uh, I think it was Reddit, might have been 4chan, but their whole thing there was this guy, anonymous poster named Q who was talking about like uh, government insider stuff. He's like an insider with the government and the whole claim is that Donald Trump is working to expose uh, elites, Hollywood figures and politicians who are involved in a child sex trafficking ring and so, which is not impossible because ever since Epstein and exactly, Giselle Maxwell we know and all, it exists. We know this man was trafficking children sexually. Yeah. yeah, and we also know that a lot of government types were like his pal. Yeah, he has a lot of people. They admitted to having a lot of people in their pocket. So it's like Chris Tucker is. Uh, he was on the private jet. I guess to go to a fundraising thing in Africa. Okay. Because I guess it was like Chris Tucker, Bill Clinton, and a couple other heads. Yeah. Uh, Chris Tucker's name was logged in on that plane, but he was like, "I just did these events, like these big public events, for uh, something with Africa. I don't know if it's for AIDS My or lived something." In I could totally see. What to Chris Tucker was like a, not necessarily a routine, but like a, a mission 
to yeah. Africa to try to benefit people. I could totally see these scumbags being like, yeah, we're going to go build a well. Every well we build, I'm stealing 30 African children. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but that's another thing with that whole ring is I don't think they wanted black kids. No. Because I think, I, I watched the documentary and I think they specifically said, uh, like they wanted young white girl or they were trying to, because the How whole you thing. you be a pedophile and prejudiced? Because you're elite, you're top that notch. You got the fucking uh, one of the Dukes of England or whatever. You, you think human Trump sacrifice ever Clinton. actually went out of style? Huh? You think human sacrifice ever actually went out of style? Probably not. I believe it exists. We gonna get canceled talking like this, boy. But uh, this whole okay, yeah. So Q and on. Yes. This dude named Q who was anonymous started saying that all this shit was going on and that Trump was gonna be the savior and oh. he was gonna be the one to mass arrest all these people. Uh, yeah, the Clintons, uh, it's some Hollywood people, other politicians. You'd be a tough ass to arrest Bill. Eh, I mean, uh, he's, I don't know. I don't know. Let us not ever forget that when I was six years old, Bill Clinton got his dick sucked by an intern in the physical Oval Office. Yeah. I know about it. You know about it. Bunch of people know about it. They tried to impeach him for it. And he was like, listen to this saxophone. Fuck you. I'm not going anywhere, nigga. I'm the first black president. (laughs) And then Def Comedy Jam and Comic View, many a comedian went on to do a bit about how he's the first black president. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that growing up. Different culture. I mean, but maybe not. I don't know. A lot of people hate the Clinton family now, and they're all pro-Trump. But here's my thing. Are they pro-Trump? Who? The Clintons. No, but all the people who are following this QAnon thing are pro-Trump, but Clinton... And Trump were hanging out at the same parties with Epstein. There's all these pictures of Trump yeah, with he, Epstein they were and all. Much younger. Yeah, they were just rich just white ri- guys. Who just else are you gonna hang out with when you got a certain amount of money, dog? Like, if I blow up and become a quadrillionaire, it's a high number. I'm gonna run that back. Let's just say I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm not hanging out with a lot of the people I was kicking it with pre-quarantine because we doing different shit. Yeah, your life changes. You have a yeah, whole I different... want to go, hey, you want to go get facials at the so-and-so? You want, I got this membership to the such-and-such club. You don't even own a collared shirt. You can't fucking roll with me. Yeah, that's just the rules. It's not, not that I don't want you to come. I love you. You just come. can't. I know I could afford to buy you a collared shirt with this uh, money I'm making now, hey, but yeah, I don't want to go If you only that. got one shirt and you wear it to court, there's certain places I'm not. Not I can't. I can take your black ass wherever. You not coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle is a, f- a part of the Hopkins Alumni Club. So, like, I believe it's Thanksgiving and Easter. They throw private events. Uh-huh. And everything goes on his tab, blah, blah, blah. If you don't dress a certain way, you can't come in this motherfucker. Makes sense. Dems is the rules. Yeah. And let's be honest, if you don't own a collar, hell, even at this point, and maybe call it classes, if you don't own a collared shirt, I don't necessarily want to be your homie. We leading different lives. You don't own a shirt with a collar? You don't own one shirt with a collar? I mean. Do you own a shirt with a collar? Yeah, I got that, like exactly. three. You ain't never thought about that, right? I only got three. They hung up in there, but still, I got them. I got, yeah, I got my... I got my my fancy shirts. That's what I call them. You don't own one shirt with a collar. This I'm not even like top tier, up echelon, look down the nose, glasses type guy. You don't have one shirt with a collar? If you don't have a shirt with a collar, then you just don't have 
a good uh, support system. And that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. All right, we're going to take a quick musical break. This next song is from a band called Zulu out of Los Angeles, California. They just put out a new album on September 2nd, 2020 called My People. Hold on. It's available now on Bandcamp, which I definitely believe you should purchase because this band fucking rips. Without any further ado, here's a song from Zulu called Do the Right Thing and Stop Fronting. driving black eye they will interrogate you if they think say that you fit the description of somebody they're looking for like that time in a temple city when they pull you over saying they're looking for a black boy white people don't have to worry about things like that because they have the white privilege but come you black you have to be worried as a black looking boy even self say you're not black they don't know that because you come black you look black you know you have to be proud of who you are same way so be vigilant watch yourself watch your step watch even the areas that you go to when you pull up in certain areas scope it out before you get out the car you know always be safe always move safe always keep your movement safe watch the ones and ones that you even you know holding vibes with too said way because times well well dread you know them don't really give two shits about our life babylon still out there still raging still ramping still killing us yeah man be careful out there galby watch yourself always know that jai is watching over you too jai have you in his region my youth if you're black and in a punk band that would like to be played on this show shoot us an email at uptheblunks at gmail.com if you just have some general questions for us or want to leave us a nice little comment or note hit us up at uptheblunks at gmail.com that's u-p-t-h-e B-L-U-N-X at gmail.com. Now here's more show for you. I respect that people are being conscious about the world of 
sex trafficking because it's very dark, very evil, been around forever. But to get all up in arms about it and not, I feel like no one in this movement is mentioning ICE as oh, no. like a thing we should also get rid of. If we're going to talk about fucking kids, they have been kidnapping and sexually assaulting children in their facilities for year, like at least since 2016. You know what made me or feel before. real guilty about this ICE situation? You know, I like to, I consider myself a skinhead, you know, sharp, skinhead against racial prejudice, Baltimore yeah. skinhead, NGMF, anti-racist crew, blah, 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 fuck you. Yeah. But now I've learned about ICE and whatnot, and I'm like, what were all these people doing while these people were held in these concentration camps? And it's literally like raising olive, recording a podcast, driving Lyft, like, we should be liberating these camps. Yeah. There's no excuse. I don't give a fuck about your costume. A kidnap and extortion is a kidnap and extortion, whether it's allowed by the government or not. If I pick you up, like getting arrested is getting kidnapped. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you call it. Cause if you can I, just disappear. Like if, the second you get in that car, anything can happen to you. And it's their word versus yours. If you have one. If you die in police custody, no one ever gets justice. There's what well, there was that uh, a mom who's been in, like a food truck. I can't remember her name. Danielle Brown. Yes. Because her kid, Marquise Jalen Brown, was fucking killed in police custody, but she has no answers no for it. No one has an answer. So she's just been sitting there waiting, not eating, for an answer. And doing a protest until someone will. And I learned earlier this week that as soon as an officer says you are under arrest, the minute you say, no, I'm not, you're now resisting arrest, whether he was justified or not. If he says the magic words, that's your ass. So this motherfucker in a costume just gets to say Alakazam, and now whatever happens from there is under the guise of putting me under arrest. And he could kill me by accident, on purpose, rough me up in the car, take my ID. Imagine, dog, like, you don't have to die Dying ain't even necessarily the worst thing. Motherfucker hit you in the head hard enough that you forget how to speak or walk and eat. Now you're just a vegetable. Ain't no amount of money in the world to bring you back to the person you once was. Yeah. What I'm getting at is fuck 12. It's ACAB 1312 till times get better. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like all these people up in arms about these and it's the specific people. It's like their their idea is that oh, it's Hollywood. It's these institutions that are breeding this world where kids get kidnapped, and that there and there's just like all sorts of trafficking. People has just been a thing for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's you know slavery. Yeah. Fucking. But now it just fucks me up that there is a movement going on about trying to save these kids but none of them are literally talking about the one institution that is going into homes busting through ripping people from them and doing god knows what behind closed doors i mean yeah cops too there's always stories about people being sexually assaulted in police custody all these authoritarian institutions are doing all this trafficking they're literally kidnapping and assaulting people many times the ogs told me uh, like in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles hoods back in the day, like the height of all that gang culture and shit. I've literally heard tales of trains pulling up full of ammunition and weapons 
and then people would grab ammunition and weapons, and then the train would leave. Yeah, that's what you hear about uh, Who introducing all the guns and drugs into this country, my nigga. Seriously, niggas can't even have a block of homes in Philadelphia without them being bombed. You really think a bunch of blacks are gonna be moving that much cocaine and weapons into yeah. this country? Yeah, yeah. The fuck out of here. Yeah, you, you know about we know how... whose fault it is, and we know who's in charge. Yeah. Which is why I operate outside of all that shit. Fuck that noise. I don't want no parts of it. I'm going to stay over here. Y'all can be over there. Off the grid. You saw, I don't know if you saw my tweet. Remember, my dad's old enough. He was an active middle schooler when desegregation occurred. Mm-hmm. So, like, I heard about how things used to be. He was born in a house by a black doctor. Like, everything was black. And then, for some reason, desegregation happened. Which pretty much just told black people that you should shop white because white is right. Because you were excluded from these stores, that means they have upper echelon quality shit. You were getting much better shit from Miss Suzanne down the street. Because now what Miss Suzanne produces now goes on Etsy is considered artisan. As opposed to textile things from Montgomery Ward. That's another topic for another day. What I'm getting at is fuck this system. I don't want to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to, I need to get what I can get out of it and then skedaddle. It's kind of what I love about DIY cultures because it allows you at least an opportunity to an extent to not operate through the mainstream uh, way of doing things. Like you can get some cool shit by someone who personally knows how to weld steel with their hands, who can build you a bike, who can like fix your car. You don't have to go through. I had a dude try to sell me a 3D printed gun the other day. Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that was a little too deep for my taste. I'm yeah. like, I can, that's really a license to ill. I'm like, nah, I don't need, not in what I'm going through currently. I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, you just blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're not wrong. <laughs> 3D printer, you say. For yeah. the record, I'm, I have no follow through at all. So don't worry, I'm not purchasing a 3D printed weapon. I barely want to shower. <laughs> <laughs> the other part of it that QAnon doesn't want to fucking talk about or get into, just the culture. The culture of predators being predatory. Being predatory. This uh, this whole country and system is based off of predatory culture. It's, it's the only way to prosper. That's the only way to get capital. Remember that time we heard in school? Where, because you know, America only write the things they proud about in their textbooks. Uh huh. Trail of Tears is one. Yeah. America has no problem being like, we took all these motherfuckers and made them walk three thousand miles, and then told them that this land that once was yours is now ours, and you can only uh, reside here. Yeah, and this small part of it, which we won't even respect, we'll be back for more of this land when we're we need it. We're gonna build a pipeline through. Yeah. Shit. And we're guess gonna... what? You can't even stop it. You can't. You can't. You can't. There's nothing you can do. This you can get hundreds of people. Yeah. We're loaning you. You're renting your land to us. White people are evil, dog. Like, yeah. And I understand trying to build a world for yourself. But in retrospect, they're evil. And they've continued to do It's evil predatory. Shit. It's yeah. predatory. They are the apex predators. Yeah. Uh, this might sound fucking hotep and crazy, but you think about like leukemia. Okay. You know, We're going somewhere. I'm listening. 
leukemia is a cancer of the blood. Yes. Where too many white blood cells reproduce. And white blood cells are the ones that are supposed to help fight off things in your body. Yeah. Supposed to be good. And it lives in harmony with the red blood cells. And that's how you have a functioning body. Your body gets hurt. White blood cells come in. Help fix you up. that shit. Now, what leukemia is, I believe, is when white blood cells replicate too fast. Yeah. They grow too much. And they stop, uh, they can't recognize what's good or bad. So what ends up happening is they multiply and eventually kill you, the everything. host. The, yeah, everything Destroy just everything. gets fucked. And that's what I think about when I think about uh, colonialism is just like a couple whites move over here. Everything that was once there is dead. And then it starts to grow and multiply and then the natural resources these things are built on begin to die. And then once that happens, you know, they move to the next spot and move to the next spot. And now we're in the place to where the entire world is dying and it's getting fucked up it for the sake of profit. It used to be called down the hill, east side Baltimore City. Now it's Johns Hopkins. But like Hopkins, I remember when Hopkins was just a hospital early 90s Hopkins always been Hopkins so I'm not going to diminish the name of Hopkins as if I'm somebody I'm looking at what was around there the projects are right across the street from Johns Hopkins okay as you drive up and down Route 40 you see like didn't there used to be oh that's a parking lot now all right shit they built up they built condos over there Mm. these homes are specifically for doctors and students now that's cool okay used to be a bunch of niggas around here. I swear to God. I remember <laughs> driving through here and there were tons of blacks. And then slowly but surely, I knew shit was changing. 2015, I was driving Ubers. I'm a Lyft driver now. <laughs> I was an Uber driver. Now I'm a Lyft driver. This is 2015. I'm driving through Eastside coming up Biddle Street, which is like the hood. Uh-huh. And I saw two uh, Asian people just like minding their business, like taking pictures and walking around. At a time of night where even I being who I am was like, I ain't got no business around here. And they were just like walking around. I was like, oh, shit's changing. Yeah, but that's everywhere in the world. Uh There's always when the money comes in, there is uh, shit just gets gentrified and the people get moved out and displaced to uh, God knows where. It's like figure it out for yourselves. You can't afford to live here anymore. So now you go wherever you're going to go. energy in that host body. Doesn't get to live in that host body no more because too many white blood cells have reproduced. Yeah. So now so that energy out. has to go somewhere else. Yeah. Because you know, energy cannot be <laughs> created or destroyed. Glavin. But yeah, man, that it's money, capitalism, white culture. I mean, it's not. If you think about it in the whole world, though, it's it's the whole world. Just. The way that money is the root of all evil. Whoever has the money has the power. Whoever has the power, uh, as a human, will just eventually destroy the planet the fastest. And that's what's happening. Yeah. It's slowly but surely. But, like, they, we don't discuss how much, how, how much power stress has on the body. Oh, yeah. It's so debilitating. Like, you wake up day, if you live in that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle, it was one thing when you were a child. Hopefully, let's say hopefully you grew up in a home where people were living paycheck to paycheck. So like things were getting done, but it would get tight. 
Some people ain't even living in a paycheck to paycheck house. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? So like we don't think about how much just stress alone because of money diminishes your quality of life from oh, Jump Street. It's like having a, a toothache. Just the, something as simple as that really derails everything else because you can't focus on anything. Bite the inside of your cheek real good while you eat or your tongue. Yeah, you notice, you're aware of it. It's like, ah, ass. tongue sucks. Ah, Absolute fuck. ass. Uh. Fuck, can't eat. You go to eat a burrito, put something on it, and getting that cut. It diminishes that experience. And that's my problem with uh, fucking healthcare. Why well, is dental not included? Why is dental and vision why is dental not, not included? Inclu- like you don't healthcare? need your teeth. Like it's not a part of your body, a part of your health. Because again, toothache, in my mind, or personal experience, most excruciating pain I've ever had to deal with because it's just, you can't focus on anything. You can't be in a good mood. Your, your whole demeanor towards other people changes because you're so fucked up by this tooth that you can't be nice. You're because you're so worried about how do I get this pain to stop? I can't work well. I can't do perform well at work because there's this pain in my face that I can't afford to go in and get fixed because I don't have insurance and it costs $500 for someone to yank this tooth out of my face. There's also a direct correlation between the state of your teeth and the state of your body. Yeah. Yeah. It affects your heart. Your teeth affect your heart. Your I had brain. A, I had a friend of mine who was a, she went to school for dental to be a dental assistant. And she told me what is tartar uh-huh. actually ends up as cholesterol in your veins. Uh, in your arteries and whatnot, like it's that's the actual correlation between why you need to floss and brush your teeth, and, and that's how you end up, up with a clogged artery. It's but fucked. it's not part of healthcare. Yeah. yeah, your heart's bad. That's included. Your teeth are bad, which has to be a classist thing. A billion percent. We all know there's a direct correlation percent. between. That's why teeth whitening and veneers have a, such an industry because, like, first impressions are everything. We need to see you smile to make sure you're not a sociopath. So, like, if you smile and you got fucked up teeth, I'm looking at you a certain way because yeah. it denotes an implied version of how you feel and take care of yourself. Yes. With that being stated, I know two women offhand from the same part of the world who I have heard brag about not brushing their fucking teeth. And that just shows you what type of person I used to hang out with because that's garbage. Yeah, you should brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. But that's an old It doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah, to brush your teeth. Yeah, to no not one hates brush you. Your teeth. No, no, but it's uh, it's you, indicative when of you grow behaviors. up. Like I hit thirty, and I definitely that was my point where it's like, yeah, you really this teeth pain sucks, and the rate you're going, the next time you go to a dentist, they're gonna want to pull all your teeth out, and I can't afford that. No. So I gotta start flossing this shit and being preventative so that they don't want to yank all my teeth out. It took me to thirty. To really hammer that in and how important it is. I just spent all my 20s drinking, smoking, going to shows, not giving a fuck about healthcare. I'll live fast, die young, blah, blah, blah. But then you hit 30 and you got that gnarly tooth pain and you're just like, I got to get this out. Okay, it costs this much to get out. I got to get my life together because I can't afford to live anymore at this rate. Root canal, no insurance. I don't even have a number to quote it. But I've heard how much it costs for a root canal with insurance. I can only fucking imagine. Yeah, it's fucked. It's fucked. I'd rather have somebody punch me in the face and my yeah, shit just fall out. Hopefully they do it clean because 
if you fuck up, then you're in tooth pain. You fucking break your tooth and have like an exposed nerve or uh, end up with like a dry socket after your tooth does fall out. It sucks. If, if any moment this seems like us talking down on white people, that's not it. Anytime you got people congregated, anytime you got people all doing the thing, there's going to be some type of corruption. There's going to be someone misusing their power. Yeah. Okay. I just want to put that out there before motherfuckers get in their bag. But what we talked about, because I don't know if you know this, it was uh, illegal for us to read. So, you know, I've we've, as a collective, have not been making many a decision for many long. Yeah, and uh, it was a white person who fucking decided that we shouldn't be able to read. Just <laughs> don't to let put them read, they're going to realize we're lying to them. Yeah, I get it. People back in ancient Africa owned slaves too, but that was blacks owning blacks. You know, that's cool. Keep it in the community. We never gave white people permission to start owning us. We did. That was never a thing we okayed. We didn't even okay other blacks owning us. We did. What made you think that we want you to fucking take us from our homes, bring us all the way over to some country you just genocided the other people who are genocide? Here. I mean that. Not the bodies weren't even cold yet. Thank you for listening to another episode of Up the Blunks. If you like this podcast and want to support us, please be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a nice rating, a nice review. Tell everyone you know about us. We would really appreciate that kind of support. And please, if you have the means, get yourself a Coil subscription and get more bonus content from us. On behalf of Akil, my name is Kevin Titt. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time. <laughs>